Welcome to the Drums Anatomy of an Ad podcast. I'm Amy Houston for Portrait the Drum, and in this series, I'll be chatting with creatives about some of the most talked about ads and dissecting what makes them great. This week, I'm speaking to Jack Preston, Global Head of Creative at ACAST. So welcome, Jack. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me on. No worries at all. So this is our debut episode of Anatomy of an Ad, and we're absolutely thrilled to have ACAST as a sponsor on the series. So I thought maybe to begin with, you could speak a little bit about what ACAST does, just to make our listeners aware. Yep, certainly. Um, So we are a global podcast network. Um, We have over 40,000 shows that we work with at ACAST. We have offices in over 10 different countries. And what we do at ACAST is help our podcasters make more money by monetizing their shows. So we host them, we distribute them, we serve ads across them. And in my role as head of ACAST Creative, it's all about working with our creators on telling stories for brands. So brands that want to connect with the listeners in podcasting, how can we work with our creators to do that in interesting and engaging, innovative ways, taking advantage of all the unique strengths of podcasting as a medium. Yeah, and I mean, you guys work with some amazing people. I know you do like Fern Cotton's Happy Place. So, I mean, the amount of podcasts that you work on is, is absolutely unreal. Yeah, as like a member of the creative team, that's one of the... The things that we absolutely love, like the, the amount of different clients we work with is great. But yeah, the amount of amazing creators that we work with, yeah, the likes of uh, Fern, uh, Jesse from Table Manners, Ramesh Raganathan, Catherine Ryan, Adam Buxton, and all of the, those different shows, they're all so, so different. The communities that listen to them and how they interact with them are so different. And, that, and I guess that's one of the things that's changing about podcasting. So when I started at ACAST three years ago, the idea of a podcast was very much something you plug in and listen to via an app. But now so many people are going to see them live. People are watching them on YouTube. So the relationship that people have with podcasts is really evolving. So we need to like be at the forefront of that to get the best out of it for our creators. Yeah, definitely. And I guess a big part of that now um, is advertising within the, the podcast space. And obviously, you know, audio ads are nothing new. You know, people have listened to radio ads for years. Like I remember myself, like being in the car in the nineties with my parents listening to radio ads. And you've always got those specific ones that sort of a, that stay with you. But obviously, you know, as as tech kind of advances and has incorporated digital audio and podcasts, like you said, um, things have changed. And I just wondered from your perspective, if you think that brands are sort of using this medium to its full potential. Um. Probably not at the moment. Um, like you've just said yourself, like when we think back to hearing audio ads from our childhood, that very much be something we would have consumed via the radio. Nowadays, you can consume audio ads via podcasting, music streaming platforms, gaming platforms like Twitch have introduced audio ads. Lots of mobile apps have audio ads within them. So there's so many different environments uh, which obviously presents loads of opportunities for brands, but also a lot of challenges because clients will naturally want to produce as few assets as possible. Having to tailor for each different environment involves a lot of planning, involves more money into production. Yeah, I'd say things have progressed a lot over the last two or three years and people are understanding the unique strengths of different mediums. So what makes a brilliant radio ad probably is not going to make a brilliant podcast ad and vice versa. So it's really about understanding those different environments and tailoring to them. 
Some clients are doing that really, really well. I'd say others still need to go on a bit of a journey. And that's what we're here to do at ACAST. Yeah, definitely. And I guess when you try and think of like, my next question was going to be what makes a standout sort of audio ad, but I guess it is so tailored to whatever medium you're doing on, who your audience is. Maybe unless you're like, if you're a massive brand like McDonald's and you've got a very globally recognised jingle, then that's maybe quite an obvious one. But I don't know, for you, I guess, what what would make a standout audio ad? Is it the is it the jingle? Is it the copy? Is it, you know, what would it be? I think there's there's some things that will be consistent across every medium or environment. So yeah, copy, the delivery of that copy by the voiceover artist or the, the creator, the talent, those things need to be spot on every time. And they're so easy to overlook. If we look at podcasting, it's understanding how to use things like 3D audio. So we know over 90% of people who are listening to podcasts do so via headphones. So it's one of the only mediums where you can really take advantage of 3D audio. So smart uses of that. Understanding that the ad is going to be consumed in an environment where spoken words rules. So you don't have to like shout and get people's attention. Or maybe you don't have to have a jingle like you would do in radio. You can be a lot more subtle. Um, you can embrace silence. Obviously, some mediums, silent, re- silence is something you'd want to avoid. So leaning into the things that make podcasting or whatever medium you're activating your audio ad in unique is really, really important. Yeah, definitely. And I guess it's all about maybe utilising new technology as well. I've seen, I think it was last week, Specsavers released a new audio ad. Um, basically, you could book a hearing test through your Alexa or your, you know, your your smart speaker and I just thought that was such an innovative way to use an, an audio ad and also for it to be really useful for people as well so yeah. I guess it is about pushing those sort of creative boundaries with the ads um I just wondered if there is any other sort of specific ways that you you've seen different brands doing it or maybe some examples of sort of standout ads that you've seen or really liked yeah certainly there's one ad that we'd, we ran a, a year or two ago now, but it's, it really stayed with me because it was such a brilliant example of like a really clever use of 3D audio. So we uh, did a campaign for Sonos and they were promoting their SL1 home speakers and the protagonist in the advert, she was walking around the home and you could hear the sounds going off in the different rooms. So she'd go past the kitchen and the living room uh, out into the garden and we'd you'd hear the sound reverberating from the speakers from the different rooms and I think it was only 20 seconds in length but it was executed beautifully and like so often when a new innovation a new piece of tech comes onto the market and clients are excited about using it it's easy to just use something for the sake of it when you really don't need to um, so something like 3D audio can be misused the same with different data points so if we personalise an ad based on location or the weather or time of day it's so easy to, to become gimmicky and use those things out of context but I, I love seeing like, or hearing really smart uses of those innovations so that, that advert from Sonos was a great example of how to do something really really well within 20 seconds yeah and then I was just going to butt in there sorry I seen there was a there was an ad a couple of years ago from Sonos and I think they they got a really really famous composer and I can't remember his name now and he basically composed the full audio ad and it's just this beautiful piece of music I wish I could remember what it was I don't know if you know it but um it's absolutely beautiful so I think they're I mean obviously they're speakers so 
you know, you'd hope that they'd be good in that space, but they do seem to be pushing boundaries a little bit, which is cool. Yeah. And actually that that is definitely something that I think more brands should be doing is spending the money, putting in the time and effort to work with composers, work with audio sound designers to help craft the ads. Because um, obviously podcasting is like an area where spoken word rules and a lot of the time you can deliver a message really succinctly, really powerfully through just spoken word. But integrating those sorts of creatives amongst the process can be really, really valuable. Definitely. And was there any, sorry, was there any other ones that you were going to highlight there? Yeah, I guess when it's, when most people think of podcast advertising, it will be the the host reads, the sponsorship reads, and then there's so many examples of hosts who do that really, really well. So lots of people would have heard Ed and James on Off Menu, would have heard Catherine Ryan doing amazing reads, Adam Buxton doing his own jingles. So most people will have their, their favourite host who does amazing reads, and we love it at Acast, watching people tweet into us and the hosts requesting for sponsorship reads to come back once the campaign is finished which I always find amazing, people wanting advertising to be put back into the content they love. Um, so that's lovely to see. And what we've been working on with our creators over the last year or so is trying to find ways to help them be a bit more innovative and creative. So we introduced a, a format called Sponsored Stories, which enables the host to spend a little bit longer as, as the client takes over the commercial break. So we've had um, Richard Herring record a, a read on holiday bike riding with his children. We've had Catherine Ryan recording a read with her daughter while they're using an at-home meal kit. So they're taking the creators out of the studio, making it a lot more atmospheric and immersive so you can actually hear the products and services being used by the creators in a way that they know the audience are going to respond well to. So it's just, we're working hard to, in partnership with our creators, find more ways to do things a little bit more differently, not probably what a listener would expect. So just trying to put a bit more joy into the advertising yeah I think that's so interesting what you were saying the listeners are almost like saying no put put the adverts back in it's not obviously something you hear about a lot I mean people and if you think about like you're watching a YouTube video most of us hit skip you you just usually can't be bothered with them but I think that's so interesting I think people get so invested in podcasts and you know listen to them you know religiously so they're used to that person's voice and then hearing the ad back in that person's narration would be, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense for the flow of the podcast as well. And it's not a random ad just popping up in, your, in the middle of the podcast that you're listening to. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because there, there was another ad that i seen, uh, an audio ad, I think it was for Sky Glass, and it was Helena Bonham Carter, and she was just kind of narrating the full ad, and I just thought that was a really beautiful way of doing it as well. Again, she's a very recognisable voice, somebody that people can relate to. So, yeah, it's definitely a cool way of doing it. So I thought maybe we could chat a little bit as well about the sort of projects that ACAST is working on and anything exciting coming up that you would want to chat about. Yes, certainly. So I guess there's two things that would be good to highlight. Um, the first one links back to the conversation we've we've just been having around ads, um, and that's conversational targeting. So I think this is a massive moment for the podcasting industry. Conversational targeting, which is a new piece of technology we've just introduced, enables us to really drill down into specific episodes and conversations happening within podcasts. So if we work with a client on... Uh, a supermarket brand who want to promote a new range of barbecue food, for instance, will be able to 
identify podcasts irrespective of the genre or whoever the host is where conversations around barbecues or um, picnics or outdoor eating are taking place and then serve the ads within those shows. Previously, if a client would have wanted to run a campaign um, around that sort of topic, we would have had to target at the show level or maybe a collection of shows. But the technology we've developed, which is transcribing thousands of podcast episodes every day, enables us to really pinpoint where the conversations are naturally happening within different podcasts. So that, again, is all about creating a really good piece of ad creative and then serving it in the correct environment to the right group of listeners. Yeah, so it really is all about personalization really as well, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Ultimately, it's improving the listening experience and giving people ad creative, which is relevant for them. Yeah, because people will just tune off if they don't feel like it's relevant for them. They'll just ignore it. And then it's just a waste of money and time for, for the brands, really, isn't it? So that sounds like a really interesting piece of technology um, and really useful as well. Yes. Um, Great. Well, thanks to all our listeners for tuning in to the debut Anatomy of an Ad podcast. And thanks, Jack, for coming on and our lovely sponsor, Acast. And tune in next week for the second episode. Thanks for having me, Amy. Thank you.